Hello, club members. I'm Kate, and I'm engaged! Woo! I got engaged! Awesome. And I'm Chris, and I am exceptionally single. And if you're in the area, <laughs> my phone number is 503. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 Chris. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. And welcome back to the weekly meeting welcome of back. the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Here we celebrate engagements, and we also review a different horror movie every week, and we discuss story, production, reception, and relevance in pop culture. And I hear Chris is in for a great time. His phone number is... No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. As we review Everyone these movies. Everyone who's been to the bar bathrooms knows yes. your phone number. <laughs> Go to Chris. Looking for a good time. No. I'm Listen a, to this podcast. I'm a good boy. I was raised right. Good. But you know what? If you do that kind of stuff, more to you. I'm all for you. I'm very sex positive. We are getting so Digging a hole. Right. Okay. So <laughs> okay. hopefully if you've listened to our our podcast before, you know that this is not a safe zone for people who don't want spoilers so if you yeah, haven't watched the it. movies th- i mean that's fine but just know that we're ruining it for you we're gonna ruin gonna it for you it. this one i think is fine it's it's 28 days later yep and it's from 2002 so it's pretty old mm-hmm. and i would definitely listen to what we have to say because i think it might actually get you into watching the movie because honestly if i wasn't doing this podcast i'm not so sure i would have watched this movie and i really really enjoyed this movie yeah so. i don't think i would have watched this either mm-hmm so quick brief synopsis for everyone 28 days later is it's about a big city newspaper columnist who is forced to enter a drug and alcohol rehab center after ruining her sister's wedding and then crashing a stolen i think you're limousine. talking about 28 days uh, yeah sandra bullock oh that's what you watched perfect <laughs> perfect no i'm kidding if you watch the romantic comedy instead of the zombie thriller, this is all. This is stay. Don't go anywhere. This is still the podcast for you. <laughs> Please stay. Yeah, no. Okay, so 28 <laughs> days later, after Sandra Sandra Bullock ruins her sister's wedding, <laughs> uh, we are woken up to a world in which a virus has caused people to lose control of their sanity they become rage they're not like zombies right they are literally zombies I mean, they're you know zombies but zombie they're not movie, right? but they're not undead so it's not like a they classic are, zombie they're definitely zombies but they're like alive so <laughs> oh my god they're definitely a hundred percent zombies so a virus is spreading around oh my England, god I can't or great britain all things we're gonna argue about is if these are zombies or not <laughs> And they're totally zombies. And it's called the rage and oh it's God. wiped everyone out. And it took 28 days for pretty much everyone to die, to die. And we wake up with naked <laughs> Killian Murphy, Killian just Murphy. like I always wished I would. I mean, I do every morning. <laughs> every morning. He saw my phone number in the bathroom. <laughs> and it's about him you sort of like wandering so around trying to figure out what's going on and yeah. It's way more interesting than that, to be clear. Yeah, I don't know how to describe this movie in it's short, to It's not just like Killian Murphy walking around like, what are this? I mean, what it are kind this? of is. And, he's, and he remains naked for a fair portion of the movie. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if you quantify it, though, Killian Murphy is naked or at least shirtless for exactly 38% of screen time for the entire movie. Oh, that's about 62% too short for me. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about Bloodborne Pathogens. Naked Killian Murphy. Naked Killian Murphy. 
Uh, all the alternative endings for this movie, of which there are four, I think. And I, Chris, I told you specifically not to look them up. Yeah, I don't Did know you? anything okay, about good. them. I'm shocked that there's four of them. There's that seems a little four. extra. Yes. Is and one I'm of them where they find out they're the actually zombies? No. Oh, my God. You are such a moron. They mm. are obviously zombies. And also, the many elements of this movie that were that The Walking Dead stole. I'm sorry. The Walking Dead borrowed. Um, <laughs> no, stole, from though. From this movie. <laughs> So definitely stole, right? Like, can we just say that? Yeah, like pretty the much. waking up in the post-apocalyptic hospital and wandering, like it's, not original. It's from this movie, <laughs> correct? Okay, we'll talk about that. All so right, stay tuned. So as always, um, I get to pick a genre. Yeah, so I and think this you should, one, I think you should say pseudo zombie horror. I can't even believe it. Literally says in all caps, "zombie horror." And like we we've gotten in fights before whenever I say things like vegetable horror and <laughs> corn horror and things like that. But zombie horror, I didn't think I'd have to argue. <laughs> well, there's two strong contenders for corn horror: I know, Children, Children of, of the, the Corn, corn and, and Troll Two. <laughs> oh, and, and the Quiet Place. Three. There's three of them. There are three corn horrors. <laughs> Meanwhile, this well, is a singular zombie horror that we've had so far and i think it's pseudo at best okay they're all zombies and so this movie i'll go ahead and say it this movie is credited with reinvigorating the zombie genre because zombies Mm -hmm. were a really big you know thing back in the 80s and you know they were the slow typical zombies like oh i want to eat your brains like very you know slow moving and now nowadays i feel like the zombies that we're familiar with like as our generation are the very fast zombies yeah like super strength and all that business yeah like world war z walking dead mm-hmm. every other horror movie that i've seen whenever zombies gotten to be a really big thing pride prejudice and, I, and zombies i can't believe that's a movie uh, i can't zombie beavers zombie zombiever Exc- oh my god we're doing that excellent somewhat, right? movie yes it's so good it's excellent <laughs> but safe to say if there's pride and prejudice and beaver zombie movies <laughs> Zombie movies have taken over our generation. And this, I really do think, was the movie, and I'm not the only one who thinks so, that was kind of the turning point for bringing it into, like, the new millennium. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And, yeah, like you said, it kind of reinvented what zombies mean to people, Mm -hmm. pop culturally. And, yeah, I mean, the reason we have so many zombie movies now is pretty much because of this movie. And I will say, like, I'm always the person. I'm not a big zombie person. I'm not. Like, zombie movies, I don't really like. I tried I mean, you watching. Can't even the identify Dead. a zombie. I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, if there's anyone else out there who doesn't think this movie is about zombies, please email us. Please comment because they're objectively <laughs> not zombies because they're not undead. They they're are still undead. alive. No, they're, they're still not- alive. It takes ten seconds from being infected to being angry. Are you serious right now? Um, I'm being explicit. That's, the movie explains that. You. It is about zombies. It's openly about zombies. Mm, maybe. The director and the writer are like, yeah, this movie is about zombies. It's a zombie movie. I mean, it's zombie-esque. a post-apocalyptic zombie movie. I hate you so much. I'm not even, I'm not wasting another second on it. It's about zombies. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> anyway, so this movie, we have 28 Days Later. Again, please do not confuse this with 28 Days starring Sandra Bullock, the romantic comedy. And then we also have the sequel, 28 Weeks Later. Mm, yes. And the, because this movie was very, very popular. We'll talk about that. But also, after 28 Weeks Later, we have a graphic novel. 27 Dresses. <laughs> yes. Catherine Heigl was like, we can't stop here. We got to keep going. She's like, okay, zombies. But what if they were bridesmaids? 
love it. Yes. <laughs> I think we found a theme for my wedding. It's zombie theme. Zombie theme. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Let's do it for real, and we'll give everyone Listeners, like you're all invited. Diseases. Yes. You get a random CDC scare disease. <laughs> we will put blood in your eyeball. It. It's inevitable, but the, really. But the catering is phenomenal. The so, like, phenomenal. please come down. Brains for dessert. <laughs> Peeled grapes and bowls. <laughs> it's perfect. So this movie, this movie is pretty old. We did say it was. It came out in two thousand two. Hmm. Um, which is actually pretty old. I like, hate I that think, that's old. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like in fourth grade in two thousand two. Oh gosh, we were both that's in gross. fourth grade. I know, but. Honestly, this movie stood the test of time for me. I hadn't seen it. Obviously, I didn't watch this in fourth grade. Well, not obviously. I watched some movies in fourth grade. I didn't see this one. And I know you didn't. No, I didn't. Obviously not. <laughs> okay. So this movie, it was my first time watching it. Was it yours? Was it your first time watching yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I really liked it. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Yay! Okay, so this won't be that bad, except for you don't think it's zombies. Before I compliment it too much. Oh, no. I don't know. We'll get there. But I think this is probably kind of like a middle ground movie for me. I knew I knew you were going to say that. I actually thought it was. Have you seen many zombie movies? Not scary ones. Why do I even ask? That? <laughs> OK, so Pride and Prejudice Zombies. Pride Prejudice Zombies is cinematic <laughs> art. OK, and okay. I will literally fight anybody <laughs> okay. who says otherwise written on the bathroom stall. No. If you didn't like Zombie? Pride and Prejudice the Zombies, meet me outside. My no. phone number is. <laughs> Catch me outside. <laughs> Zombievers does not count. As a zombie movie? Zombie. No, it doesn't. Zombie Zombie Abraham Lincoln, any of the presidents of zombies, really, doesn't count. I've seen none of those. Okay, excellent. So I've seen I like Zombie Land, okay? That's Oh, honey. <laughs> that's kind so you, of it. So you know Double Tap. You know that. Double Tap. Twinkies. So you're not useless in an apocalypse. No. Oh, and Warm Blood. I liked that one. Warm Blood? What's Warm Blood? It's about zombies where they are zombie, real zombies, and then they oh find God. that they can reanimate themselves and become normal if only they were to find love. I've seen that too. Oh, my God. I have seen that. Where they eat the brains and they have the memories. Yeah, exactly. I forgot I saw that. And he's like, oh, you're in love with me compliment. now, but like I ate your boyfriend. Sorry. I do. It has um, Dave Franco in it. I think so, yeah. And that's, I can't remember I the main the I can't remember the main actor's name, but I love him. Nicholas something. Uh, he's like a very um Victorian esque looking sick boy kind of Yeah, and that is Yeah. Mm, my type. That's your type. All right. <laughs> Perfect. So back to this movie. Yes. It was directed by Danny Boyle. So I I like I felt like I knew that name and so I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, sounds very familiar. Very famous. Okay. You might know him. He directed Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, my gosh. For which he won eight Oscars. <laughs> okay. How many do yeah. win for this? Uh, zero. Exactly <laughs> zero. No awards. No awards. Like <laughs> Before we get confused. Yes. He also won um, uh, so at least some uh, nominations for 127 hours. What's with these I numbers hate. and times? It's his thing. That's his thing. That's his thing. His niche is just time movies. Oh, time movies. That's the genre. Mm. The genre is time. Time movies. <laughs> okay. Well, so he's the, a, he's the general that we meet later in the movie, he's actually um, in Doctor Who. He's a doctor. So 
I wouldn't know that because I've only seen the 1960s Doctor <laughs> Who, as we have discussed. Yes. You <laughs> poor thing. I was very confused. You must be so I confused. So, I was like, I just want to be with it. I just want <laughs> to be like. hip. <laughs> I but I don't understand. Why you, I don't get why Why is the film this? quality so bad? <laughs> I literally didn't get it. Anyway, also actor Killian Murphy, who mm. is... He is not our Justin Long for this episode. I don't know if, if go listen to Jeepers Creepers, but <laughs> we really like Justin Long. Yeah, he's toy. He's not quite our Justin Long, but I do really like him. I do really like him, and I he's just got one like of those him. faces where I know I've seen him in other movies, but I can't okay, ever place exactly, him. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So he is famous for being in approximately every movie, forty percent of all movies that have ever <laughs> yes, been made. Exactly, and I feel like we all associate him with a different movie. So like. I associate him with, and this is random, but Red Eye, which is what? Unfortunately, the first movie I ever saw him with, and, and in, and it stuck. Like the one with him and Rachel McAdams, and they're on a plane, and it's oh my god! Don't watch it, folks. I think but mine that's is like what I see Batman I Begins him. or The Dark Knight yeah, or something, where he's the, the worst of the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes, yeah. when he's the Scarecrow. Yeah. Also, like Peaky Blinders, which I still haven't seen. No idea what that is, but he's been in like. Literally millions Everything. of movies. Inception. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, he's just everywhere. He's everywhere. So he's he's very famous. He has also won no awards. Okay, he's won a lot of awards, just not like Oscars, but <laughs> those are no all fake award. anyway. Oh, so. <laughs> but those aren't real. All of his awards are very I- Ireland-specific. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know. It's, I th- that's he's what I thought, very too. popular with the Irish. <laughs> yeah. Is he Irish? Okay. Yeah, he's Irish. Oh. His name is Killian. Oh, fair enough. No, he's from the Bronx, Chris. Bro- <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't actually supposed to be in this movie. <gasps> I did not know that. Yeah. So, and honestly, I think this movie would have been a lot different and not as good with the other options. I think he was the correct choice. I thought Bec- he was excellent, but I do want to know what the other options were. So the original choice was Ewan McGregor. No. Which is just wrong wrong right? that's, like, a bad that's choice. just incorrect did he say no like how did that go okay so here's the thing so danny boyle and Ewan mcgregor apparently had like a falling out oh while they were Ewan mcgregor like annoying is he like the katherine heigl oh my god movies? i don't know but apparently they did the beach together in 2000 What's and i don't know i've never seen it but okay. apparently it's a movie and they had a falling out because of that and so then they're like okay well we can't use uh, McGregor now so then the backup was Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> that was the backup yeah oh Leo you're better than wait no that. no no. I'm sorry sorry McGregor was supposed to play in the beach but then he was replaced by Leonardo okay so I'm very confused about this oh, whole beach situation okay that makes way more sense but so okay so the backup for this movie for McGregor was Ryan Gosling of all people <laughs> Was he even anything in 2002? Did he even was he even born yet? I thought he was still in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, in 2002. <laughs> not exactly Deadpool yet, are you, Ryan? <laughs> That's the wrong. God Ryan. damn it! <laughs> Perfect. Yes. How many Ryans are there? Too many. There's the there's the Gosling. There's the Reynolds. There. All right. So I'm think so. Gosling is the Green Lantern one. And Reynolds no, he's not. is what? No, he's not. Are you sure? That's that's still Ryan Reynolds. God like, damn on. it! Hold, it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> okay, so it's still Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> okay, so the I'll, Green Hornet, just to cut you off, is Seth Rogen. So don't get him confused. 
Okay, so what the fuck is Ryan Gosling in? He's in The Notebook. Who is he? Oh. End of list. <laughs> Wait, no, and La La Land then, right? Yeah, he's actually very famous and everyone's in love with him. Oh my but God, Ryan wh- Reynolds is Why am favorite. I so bad at this? I don't like why we can't are watch you a movie with any of the Chris's because then I'll truly be lost. No, you'll be done. <laughs> you'll just make them up. You'll be like Chris Brath, the other Brath brother. <laughs> the other Brath brother. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it was so it was going to be McGregor. Then it was going to be Chris <laughs> Ryan Gosling. And now it's and now it's Chris Killian. Gosling. Chris okay. Gosling. <laughs> well, Killian killed it. So, yay, Killian. Yay, Killian. Woo. So this movie, I always like to talk about return on investment. I don't know why. I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any, probably all of our listeners are like, this is boring, but I don't care. So this our is our podcast. For, <laughs> the budget for this movie was $8 million, which is solid. Yeah. The box office was $85 million. That's nice. Real nice. So I, I didn't look into the um, critical reviews or anything like that, because I know that's your your thing. Mm-hmm. But I do know that this movie was commercially and critically just super successful. Yeah. And that it's recredit- it's credited with reinvigorating the zombie genre of horror. Right. So it's, which I didn't know. Honestly, I thought this would be like some sort of B movie. I don't know how I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I didn't even know it was about zombies until it was recommended to us. And they were like, oh, I mean, it's I a good of, zombie movie. I kind of figured by the name, but... How does really the name help it. you? 28 Days Later, I know it's about an apocalypse, best apocalypse movie. It's best guess is zombies. Except it wasn't even about zombies. But anyway, so. You're the only one without a <laughs> Go ahead and call Danny Boyle and be like, do you know that this movie's not? I don't care what his zombies? opinion is. When was the last time I cared what the director thought? How many, how many Oscars have you won, Chris? That's just my question. So many. Zero awards. Zero awards. All right. So anyways, speaking of critical reception. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready that is my job and you are correct people like this movie um imdb <laughs> 7.1 that's my guess i didn't look 7.6 <laughs> wow that's high for imdb and yet it's still a seven so <laughs> yeah, it's always basically a it's a movie <laughs> uh rotten tomatoes is much kinder the critics give it 86 percent audience give wow. it 85 percent which is shockingly similar mm-hmm. Very solid. Yeah, which is very good. I would say, like, I mean, that's pretty good for a horror film. That's pretty good for a film. Yeah. Some of my favorite movies don't get that high. That's true. I wonder what Pride and Prejudice and Zombies got, actually. Hmm. I don't know. You, They surprise you. They I do. Like, I don't know what to expect. But so, so, long story short, the vast majority of critical um, reviews were very, very solid. Um, lot, high scores, no perfect scores or anything like that. Uh, the Washington Post gives it the worst score. It's like a 30 on Metacritic or something. And they say, oh. unrelentingly grim, unremittingly gross, and unforgivably unattractive. 28 Days Later is an orgy of troubling images and bestial orgy. sound effects. Which I will. Do they know it was a horror movie? Because it's a horror movie, it's guys. Hor- like <laughs> it is. If you're not ready for it, though, it is kind of like a visual assault, and it's not just the blood and gore stuff. Like it's, it's filmed very gory. differently. The editing is very, very early two thousands. Like you're like, am I in a weird Evanescence music video right now? It no, like, it's not that bad. <laughs> some parts are where it just like changes filters and they go all pixelated. And and I, <laughs> at first I thought it was my internet reception, but. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just it saying that it is a little unexpected if you're not knowing what you're getting yourself into. 
I took it as being intentionally disorienting. Okay. I thought it was intent, like trying to do that, like make because it will shoot, like it'll shoot things like crooked. Oh yeah, no, I agree. But I don't it's think, all, it's never yeah. just like oh we're like looking at the countryside and it's crooked. It's like we're zooming up on a zombie face and it's crooked. No, yeah, I mean it's meant to be jarring. Yeah. Yeah. It's a horror movie, so I don't know quite what they were expecting at the Washington Post. I don't know. But okay, they're like Did they think it. They thought it was twenty eight days. They were didn't like they? Sandra Bullock's role was <laughs> wildly overpublicized <laughs> and underrepresented in the film. <laughs> I just the Austin, didn't know the what Austin they were Chronicle, doing. however. Oh, my favorite! Four and a half stars out of five. So they actually. Wow! This movie. I okay. know. All right. I feel like we have to like stop having this relationship with the Austin Chronicle because they've. No, I'm still really upset. I don't even remember us. what movie it was, but I'm still upset about it. <laughs> they've yeah, they've been angry. We've been angry from the beginning, but I feel like lately we've kind of been on par with them. I think they they well, learned. Still. They've gone back and edited their old reviews. <laughs> They're like, they, she has got to stop sending dog poo to our door. Please. For the love of God. I mean, I was wondering what all those apology flowers were mm. that keep getting delivered to my place of work. Yeah. But it's fine. Okay, so I will be honest. I very much like this movie. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it had a good story. Mm-hmm. And I have se- I have unfortunately seen several zombie movies. And they're all They're always really boring to me. And this was not boring. I thought it was fresh and cool and... Ooh, had a good fresh. story, even if you weren't there for the the monster part of it. What monster part? The zombies, Chris. Mm, didn't see him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to agree with you in a lot of ways. I think that the... And like I said, I think the cinematography and the editing was very jarring, but I don't think it was bad. I thought it was... I thought it was intentional. I thought it was creative. I thought it was... Mm-hmm. It, it gave context to the film that was beyond just like the staging and the acting and stuff like I felt like it was a more three-dimensional experience in that respect which I appreciated I thought the acting was solid oh very solid yeah so like there are a lot of things that I really liked about this movie that said I don't know if like I'm not eager to watch it again either I think that this movie for me is kind of well, you also don't like horror movies. Oh, my God. So we're getting to the scoring way too early in this episode. We right, need to well, move fine. on. We can but fight about But speaking of solid later. acting, okay. Yes. Another actor that you might have recognized in this movie. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Mad-Eye Moody was in this movie. What? Yes. Who the hell was Gleason. he? Oh, my gosh. He was the, the, the dad? dad of Hannah. Yeah. Oh, my Hold gosh. On, what's his name? He looks on, real different without, without the fake eye. Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Hold on. What's his Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. All right. Brendan Gleeson. Yes. So I, again, always, I watch this movie with our mutual friend, Ariana, and she bet me. She's like, that is not Mad-Eye Moody. I'm like, okay, it's totally Mad-Eye Moody. Looked it up, and so now she owes me a Coke or whatever. Oh, my God. What are it's you, It's Mad-Eye 12? Moody. Yep. Yep. And I'm also right. Oh, whatever. It's Mad-Eye Moody. Fine. You, you, and can, he, you can be right about that. And he did a good job. And be wrong he did a really zombies, good job. Fine. He did a great job. And you're, you're I thought, right. um... Well, and we'll get into them, but I loved him and Hannah as characters. They Me were too. a phenomenal foil to mm-hmm. to the other characters. I agree. All right, so let's just let's just jump in because oh, I th- and and just to let you guys know, yeah, I didn't forget about all the alternative endings, but I'm saving those for the end because I know that we do have like I would say half of our viewership is people who don't watch horror movies but want to hear about them. Yeah, I think that's so saving those. Accurate. That's coming, so stay tuned. All right, so let's start at the beginning because I think 
We're, we're, very good we're place talking about to way start. too much stuff that people aren't hearing about that don't know about. All right. You missed my Sound of Music reference. Yeah, I already. loved it. I was thrilled. I was thrilled. <laughs> okay. So we open in the uh, lovely University of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple things to say, all right? Already! <laughs> we have said the setting. It opens with actually, like, you get the, all this, like, film of, like, news about, like, rioting and all that kind of stuff, which I thought was a phenomenal setting of the stage. Yeah. And then we see, like, this research environment, and then you see this um, this chimpanzee, if you will. If you will! Watching, it is literally a chimpanzee. Like, strapped down watching all of this horrifying footage. And you're like, I don't know what's happening. I know it's not I thought savory. I, watched the, I thought I clicked the wrong movie. <laughs> I was like, whoa. You're like, how is this going to be about fake zombies if it's just about animal testing okay. at this point? And so then, yeah, so these people come in, they're all, you know, doing the whole, like, breaking in thing, and they're going to, like, we're going to let the monkeys go. And then this, oh, Kate. <laughs> I'm sorry. For the record, everyone, I know the difference between the various I don't categories know. of great ape. I don't know. I'm just not so sure. I am aware. So, and so go then, ahead. <laughs> so they're about to, like, get their thing, and they're, like, going to break out all of these animals. And then the... <laughs> Most stereotypical nerdy evil scientist oh, yeah. comes down the stairs and is like, yeah. no, wait, they're infected. They don't listen, obviously. They're like, screw you, nerd. Screw you, Let nerd. them out. They had no plan, obviously. Like, how are they going to no. transport these animals? They're just like loose. Just like let them loose. Let them out. Be fine. So that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. They release a chimp. <laughs> obviously, the guy's like, oh, hey, they have the rage. And she's like, I'm not listening to you, nerd. Opens the gate. <laughs> they have the rage. Gets slaughtered by this chimpanzee. Yes. And then she, like, you know, turns around and, like, shoots blood into everybody's mouth. And then, uh, that you know, everyone gets infected. Mm-hmm. And now, flash forward to the present. Right. And th- so then literally it's, like, later. 28 days later. Yeah. So you get the idea that, well, because you get the idea that they had let loose some kind of infection. So. Yes. Excellent setting. Q, our first glimpse at naked Killian Murphy. Also, if if you haven't seen this movie, but you've seen The Walking Dead, yeah, just take the opening scene of The Walking Dead and replace it with Killian Murphy because he's in a hospital. It's abandoned, post-apocalyptic. Everything's crazy, and he wakes up, obviously from like a coma or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't quite get this at first, but he apparently was a bicycle courier who like sustained a head injury and then had to go to the hospital. Right. I mean, he tells us that in the movie. Well, not right away you didn't. No. <laughs> but in any event, so he wakes up, full frontal nudity. You see his penis and everything. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, and he's standing and he's he's lying in a very like Catholic painting of an angel type posture. And it's just it like. It kind of looks like crucified Jesus. Well, and you're like, someone had to have undressed him before they abandoned the hospital. Yeah, because normally you're wearing clothes. Why is he completely. There's no logical reason for him to be naked in this scene. And yet no. here we are. Also, 28 days, and I let this go. I can let this go, but 28 days is a long time to go without care, without people changing your fluids, without people feeding Yeah, he should have been covered in feces and urine, and he should have been dehydrated. Nick, my my fiancé, he's my fiancé now. Well, he's not in the medical field at all, and he was like, he should be covered in shit. And I'm like, oh my, you're right. He should be dead, actually. Yeah, he should be dehydrated (laughs) and dead. 
Yeah, he would not have just survived. Just like a mummified. But you know what? That would have been a terrible movie. We can, so. Yeah, we can just move on from that. Yeah. I can suspend my disbelief of the feces for five seconds yeah. and I'll be fine. That's fine. And interestingly, so. though, Killian actually... So every nude scene, which is 30% of the movie... Um, he had he like insisted that those scenes all be filmed on a closed set so it was pretty much him the camera people and the director i mean i get it which i totally get but it's like wow maybe we should have less nude scenes if we're gonna be that strict about it Hmm? i mean don't ruin this movie chris okay so let it be known kate only likes this movie because (laughs) she saw killian murphy's penis multiple times (laughs) no not exactly, but I do like his acting. Yeah. So he wakes up. He's in a hospital. It's abandoned. You know, shit went down. And we know as the audience. Because it looks that, exactly like, like the scene from Walking yeah. Dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then he wanders out into greater London and pretty much the entire we know city it, is abandoned. We know it's London because there's immediately, they're like, oh, we're like, oh, I wonder where it is. Overturned double-decker bus. And we're like, okay, Okay, cool. Yes. Thank you. Shot of Big Ben. Shot of the London Eye. Speaking of the overturned London bus, though. In in combination with him not being realistically surviving 28 days, I think the most unrealistic part of this movie is that there are no cars on the road. It, so at first, oh, at first you're you know? looking at the scene and you're like, something's not right, but you don't really pick up on it. And then it hits you like there's not a single car on any of the roads. And I do get that. I mean, London has more like they have the tube. They do a lot of public transportation, but there are cars in there London. There should be cars everywhere. And like when they drive out of the city, they just don't encounter a single car. And it's just not realistic. The only c- It's fine. They, he comes across a single car every now and then. And then there's the big pile up in the tunnel later. And those are all the cars in the greater London area, apparently. I mean, I'll allow it because it happened pretty fast. And I'll also allow it because this is the first movie to do this. So every movie that figured out the logistics of this post-apocalyptic nightmare Mm -hmm. did build it off of this movie like openly in some aspects people are crediting this movie as like what they built their zombie movies based on so i'm okay i'm okay with it they just didn't you know they didn't it's definitely a small detail transportation but that aside i agree this is a really strong opening and you're confused with him you're like where the hell is where what is where is everybody how could this virus have spread so fast kind of thing is it the same movie where the chimpanzee like vomited blood into someone's face? Because right. I am confused. How did they manage to actually empty all of London of people? Do you want to know how they did it, actually? Did they stop London for four hours? Yeah, I kind of hate this story. Okay, so the way that they... So, you know, they had to get permits and stuff to film during, like, specific hours. And yeah, so they, just like we talked about with uh, Werewolf in exactly, London. Exactly. Like, it was very, very strict, but... The issue was that they could they could get the police to slow traffic and get like their little area for their 30 seconds of filming or whatever. But they were going to like all the people driving and getting delayed were going to be really upset. So the director, Danny Boyle, his genius idea to make people okay with it is to get a bunch of pretty girls, including his daughter, to go up to the cars and things like in the traffic jams and like ask politely and like say, Oh, we're filming this movie. Like, is it all right? And then, and then apparently all these people responded really well to it. And they're like, Oh yeah, of course. No problem. Which is first of all, the most British response in the world. Were they specifically women? Yeah. They were like, they specifically got attractive, like college age women to do this well i mean that's a bummer but i'm not bummed out at danny boyle i'm just bummed out that that's how life works yeah okay that's fair (laughs) (laughs) that's just how it is it sucks but i'm just like oh my god 
ridiculous. Gross. Well, so this is where this movie gets interesting for me. Mm-hmm. So he, Jem, Killian Murphy, is like wandering around trying to find literally a warm body. Goes into, I think it's like a church. Yes. And is like, hello. And there's like a bunch of bodies. And he's like, hello, is there anyone there? And these like three people stand up and turn and their mouths drop. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And like this priest starts coming at him and he's like jerking yes. and dripping blood. And he's like, father, are you all right? And like, he really wasn't picking like, up what they were putting down. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I wake up alone in a hospital, I assume. Like, yeah. You need to prove you're not a yeah, zombie. Yeah. For real though. <laughs> for real. So he, he is like, okay, zombies. But I thought that was a really cool you know, like a twist on zombies that honestly I haven't seen done since where they just like drop their jaw. Yeah, where they're, they're just like, like not e- 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 even e- e- zombies. Real good twist. But also I hate you so, so hard. This scene, so all of those dead bodies down in the church are yes. college students who in classic college student fashion volunteered to appear in the film for no money. <gasps> so Fools. It's just a bunch of unpaid fake dead college students. Oh, babies, get jobs. Oh, get jobs. <laughs> Times have changed. Like, well, in the UK, they don't have, like, college loans the way we have. That's so true. they're just like, whatever. That's <laughs> true. I mean, you still have loans, but mm, not quite not the to, same. Not like us. <laughs> <laughs> not like us. So Jim gets the picture and, like, runs away, and he meets these survivors. They're, like, two survivors, Selena and Mark. Yes. And so they kind of, like, give him the 411 or, like, yep, zombies. And, like, take him away to their yeah. shelter. But. And they're explaining to him. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So, so they meet. So, he runs into them because they save him as they throw Molokov talk cocktails at zombies running at him at a, like, a gas a station. A gas station. Mm-hmm. So, but apparently the cast and crew, like, the, the filmmakers, they got, like, all the permits that are, you need to blow up an actual public <laughs> gas station. Would, Wait, they blew up a gas station? Which I didn't realize was a an option. It's a, so it's an you just need a permit. <laughs> you needed a permit to blow up All an right. actual gas station. Okay. okay, but somehow, and I love this. Somehow, the police were never notified that they were going to <gasps> do it. <laughs> so they just saw an explosion. So they blew up a gas station, and the police were like, "Da fuck." <laughs> And they sent, like, fire brigades, like, <laughs> even though there were already, like, firefighters present to, like, yeah, in case things went wrong. Like, all these yeah. actual emergency responders like, and Jesus police Christ! officers show up and they're like, God damn, we're under attack. <laughs> oh, also, this was, like, filmed directly after 9-11. Well, so it was filmed before 9-11, but came out directly yeah, it was. after. Yes, that. Yeah, and that was actually a big thing. Like that was, yeah, it quite was the controversy about this movie, which is interesting. I, I think there were some bl- delays in this movie getting released because of 9 11, because this came out in 2002. Yeah, and a lot of people thought this movie was untasteful because of it. Really? Yeah. Well, because like part of the mo- or part of the beginning where he's walking around London and he comes to that big wall and it's got all those like missing people flyers and stuff. Yes. So that was that was something that they almost took out. Yeah. Well, and they were like, we never would have filmed it had it been before 9 11. So or yeah or, or after, yeah after, after obviously yeah 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 because obviously like whenever like nine eleven happened 
they were everyone was just looking for their significant other yeah. desperately. So people thought this was so that, people thought that was really like distasteful. Distasteful. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't because it was before. We're really sorry. Yeah, they definitely did not mean to be offensive. Not on purpose. But anyway, so that explosion so, cost two hundred fifty thousand pounds because they got fined by the police. They got fined <laughs> because they didn't tell the police. But they had a permit. Oh. Oh my god! Imagine that conversation. The police show up like, "What well, the fuck?" And some they're like, poor intern got fired. To blow up. That's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> some poor permit was like, "Oh, did I need? Was I supposed to?" Do? Yeah, Oops. but it's like also the city's fault, right? Like their interns got fired too, because like they're like, "Here's Everyone your permit," and they're like, "The police don't need to know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it." Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> So Selena and Mark are our two survivors. Yes. And they're explaining to Jim, like, yeah, while you're in a coma, this chimp virus spread everywhere and society has collapsed. And yeah, so just stick with us and you might be fine, but you might die in like five hours. And also, we kind of just don't care which way it goes for you. I mean, don't get attached. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like in, in like zombie scenarios, do not get attached. And Selena can attest to that, as I will tell you in the next scene. Mm-hmm. So. They're talking about, like, Paris is infected, New York City is infected. It's just spread, which is kind of surprising to me because how it would get to New York City if it started in London, someone would have to get on a plane. (laughs) All infected Immediately get infected. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, from the point of contact with, like, the pathogen. It literally takes, like, fully infected. 20 seconds. Five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very fast. So So it doesn't make sense. But actually, and they explain it kind of later in the movie, but it it never actually left the uk oh that was just a rumor yeah that was just a rumor oh that's right that's right that's right because they're like they, it, yeah we'll talk the guy about explains it, it right. later but then it, apparently in yes. the sequel they confirm that like 28 weeks later they're like spread. no it never left because to be fair and i'm not saying i agree with this army general who we'll talk about later but if an island which is what the uk is mm-hmm. had an infection yeah, honestly ideal location for this to start <laughs> exactly like what would you do you would cut off the island yeah. so Anyway, Selena and Mark, our survivors, are there with Jim, our bicycle courier with a with head trauma who just woke up. Yes. So they, Jim's like, I'm going to go check on my parents. And they're, they're like, dude, they are dead. And Jim's like, okay, well, I just woke up five hours ago and I want to go check on my parents. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through a lot here. <laughs> Could you yeah. back me up for this once? And so they, they take him to his parents' house. It's very sad. I kind of tear up. They go. He oh. goes up to his, his parents' room. It is sad. And his parents are there. Their bones, pretty much. Yeah, they're like they're, dehydrated. They, like their corpses. Yeah. And you know, he's covering his mouth. Like it smells bad. And they are holding each other in the bed, mm-hmm. which is so sweet. And they have a little note on, like I think it's like on the back of his childhood photo, yeah. and it's saying like, like we love you so much, Jim. We're gonna come see you. We hope you never wake up. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna be asleep just like you. Never Please wake. Don't wake. Please up. don't wake up. And wow they're like thank god our son is a ho- in a almost <laughs> said a homo thank god <laughs> <laughs> this is a homophobe the homosexuals are spared <laughs> that's the virus, virus. <laughs> oh my god that is very distasteful okay so <laughs> you're distasteful um but like how sad is that they're like thank god our son is in a coma because he'll just die He'll just die. But he defied all medicine and survived for 28 days without medical intervention. And his parents are like, God damn it. You were supposed to stay asleep. They're up in the afterlife like, what the hell, dude? You had one job. And Selena and Mark, Selena and Mark are like, oh, 
they're like weirdly happy about this because they're like, oh, that is like probably a better death than my family got. You know and what I mean? They're probably right. Yeah, like they didn't get eaten. And but you know, poor Jim is like again. I woke up five hours ago, and I'm looking at the corpse of my mother and who father, just like and committed not okay. suicide. Yeah, they. I think they took a bunch of pills. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. clear they took a bunch of pills, and so it's very sad. And so they're gonna stay the night there because Jim's in no condition to wander off and figure out how to fight zombies. But of course, zombies come to them. They bust into the house. Mm-hmm. Mark gets bitten, and within five seconds of finding out Mark gets bitten, like literally, Mark holds up his arm. We see where he slightly got bit, and he's like, "Wait, Selena, no!" And Selena takes her machete and just slices him. Yeah, down. she does not hesitate for a second. Not for a second. She does not blink. And she gets blood literally all Everywhere. over her. And yeah, it's like, how did how did none of that end up on a single mucous membrane of yours? I know. I feel like they forget about the eyeballs when, when they talk about infection. Oh, no, but they don't because that's important yeah, later. But she's also like screaming as she does it. I'm like, this blood would be going in your mouth. No, she's not screaming. He's screaming. She doesn't scream at all. Mm, fair enough. Anyway, she's yeah, covered in so blood. She's covered in blood. And so she explains to Jim like, hey, heads up. Should have told you this late- earlier, but it's spread through blood and saliva. And it takes like 10 to 20 seconds to kill you, which is why I just hacked up Mark. And Jim's like, oh. Okay, and so they leave this house and they find some they find a tower that has some Christmas lights blinking on it. And they're like, that's probably a, a person. Right, yeah. And so they go up to the tower. They find these two survivors. It's Frank, who is Mad-Eyed Moody mm-hmm. and his daughter, Hannah. And we find out that like the mom died, didn't make it. And so they they're like, oh, yay. Like you can take shelter with us. Like, yay, people. And so. They're all becoming kind of kind of friends. And Frank, Mad-Eye Moody, is like, okay, our supplies are low. We don't really have water. We only have so many buckets to poo in. Right. So we kind of need to go. I heard that there's, like, this military blockade near Manchester mm-hmm. that says that they haven't answered the infection. So, like, let's take Which this Selena does not buy for a hot second. No. She's like, Selena is very, very jaded. She's jaded, but she's also she's smart, smart and she's correct smart. most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. It's true. Got to give her some credit. She's made it this far. But I mean, Frank has like his daughter and he's just like, his daughter's like, I don't know, 15. And he's like, I just want, you know, what's best for my daughter. And so they take his car and they start going towards Manchester and they're like becoming friends. And they come up to the blockade, like the military blockade that's supposed to have like the answer to the infection. Mm -hmm. Yes. And no one's there. No one's there. At all. And so like everyone's out of the car getting upset. Frank is looking around and then he looks up and a drop of blood from this dead person above him falls into his eye. And you're like, God damn it. Ugh! And we were just getting attached to Frank and like he turns to his daughter and he's like, Hey, like I, I just want you to know, like I love you. And she's like, Oh dad, that's so sweet. Walks over to him and he's like, get the hell away from me. And then he turns very quickly. Yeah. And starts coming after them. And gets shot up to hell by a bunch of army people yeah. who were like, where were they? They were just Were they watching. just not going to help? Were they just going to wait for someone to get infected? They, So we kind of find out later, right, what their aim was. Yeah. They yeah, ain't good so people. They're not. I mean. No, they're not. No. So, I'm not going to defend no. them. <laughs> no. So they. <laughs> no, not going to go there. So he, all these army people. Like, gather up Hannah, who just watched her dad get shot down, uh, Selena and Jim, and have them in the caravan. And we do get to hear one of the army 
soldiers be like, yeah, we have like a male and two females. Yeah, that's right. We have two females, which is foreshadowing that I missed. But it makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, I didn't th- I, I didn't even question it because I'm like, OK, that's exactly what military people would say. They're just like identifying yeah, like a male the people. and two females, like two, like one white female, one African-American female. She's not American. Black. Yeah, African-American <laughs> female. We're literally <laughs> in the UK, Kate. <laughs> I forget. We don't watch many UK movies. That's true. And then Jim. Jim's his own thing. But yeah, I didn't. I just didn't question it. But now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy. So they take them up to this mansion. There's this major. His name is like Henry West. And he's talking to Jim. And he's like, yeah, we do. Like, we're, we're trying to figure out an answer to the infection but whenever what we meant by that is we're actually trying to figure out how long it takes for them to starve and so he takes them out to the courtyard and shows them one of the soldiers that he has been infected and they have him chained up and they're literally just waiting to see when he dies and then he also kind of takes Jim to the side and he's like also p.s um we need to repopulate the planet so thank you so much for bringing these two female slaves. I mean friends. I mean friends. Well, and like because we're going to rape. Right. Them. And honestly, his argument isn't even really we have to repopulate. He's like, "Yo, we sent out that thing because the guys are getting kind of antsy and I promised them women to like satisfy their urges." Ugh. And it's gross. Like either way, it's gross. This movie, I don't think is or should be known for its subtlety because in the by and large well, it's not trying it's very upfront and in your face which is fine yeah. i think that's exactly what they should be doing however yeah. there are some small de- details in this that i think were particularly creative detail so there is a so when you walk into the mansion right there's like this big greco-roman looking statue did you notice that mm, no so that's a statue of lakewan i i can never really pronounce his name because like Greek is hard for me sometimes to say. Sure. But in any event, so he, so it's a statue of a priest from the city of Troy, right? And Sure. <laughs> okay. Just. I have no, I didn't see Roll this, with I'm me sure. for a second. Okay. So like mm-hmm. literally in the main hallway, there's like this big Greco-Roman statue of this guy. And he was a priest from Troy. And he's known in, in Virgil's story as being this priest who warned everyone in the city not to let the wooden horse in because he's like i do not trust a greek even when they are bringing gifts well that's that is such a subtle foreshadowing to what all these guys are actually about like they're like yo these army people they're just a big trojan horse they're just trying to like get you to lower your guard so that they can get what they want from you, which is literally to rape and pillage. Yeah, kind of. Oh my god! Ah, such a subtle detail, and I love finding ancient Greek little things like that in our movies. It hasn't happened Guys, since. It's not the first Donna. time. No, it's it's happened before, yeah, but not since. Drag me to hell. Not since drag me to hell. Ugh. Yeah, there's. I mean, Greek foreshadowing is just not as prevalent as it used to be. But. <laughs> Fair anyway, point. Anyway, so. Jim, thank you, Jim, is like, that's messed like, that's up. It's not good. And like tries to take Hannah and, oh God, Selena? I think. Selena, yeah, yeah Selena. <laughs> takes, tries to take Hannah and Selena and is like, let's go. Oh, one other thing. This mansion is a real mansion, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's owned, like someone lives in it. Yeah. And so uh, everything they filmed, even when it looks like it's upstairs, is downstairs because 
the person who owns <laughs> the, the people, mansion lives They upstairs. literally live upstairs. Yeah. They're like, can we just have our bedroom? That'd be great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of cool. Just thought that was kind of cool. Anyway, so Jim was like, let's go. Time to leave. And that does not and go over well. No. And so they're like, absolutely not. They're like, no. Selena and- is going to wear a red dress so that we can have sex with her. Uh, no, no. And Hannah. And they get Hannah uh. all dolled up too. It's gross. So basically, Jim tries to leave. He gets captured and chained up. And he's going to get murdered. And yes. And then basically, one of the soldiers explains to him like, okay, they say the virus spread outside of Great Britain, but it, it didn't because we've been quarantined because we're an island. And like, what would you do if an island got infected? And Jim's like, yeah, true, true. And so they're like, okay, also, we're going to kill you. So we're going to take you out back and we're going to kill you. And so the, the girls get all dolled up in these ridiculous Barbie dresses. And Jim gets taken out yeah. to execution. And Selena has like drugged Hannah up with Valium. Which yes. Is, it's so sad. It's so sad. She's like, it's not to kill you. It's just so that you're not aware of what's happening to you. God, yeah, that's Selena dark. understands. And that's yeah. okay. So that's honestly my favorite part about this movie is that to me. Ew. No, no, no. Not, not that specific <laughs> detail. My favorite part okay. about this movie is that. At the end of the day, the antagonists that you are most afraid of and that you dislike the most are not the enraged virus-infected people. If anything, they're yeah, kind of yeah. like just a means to an end. Secondary, they're like a yes. context. The real evil in this movie are these soldiers who demonstrate that in, the ti- in times of crisis, people are awful. Like, yeah, it's very Lord of the Flies. Yeah, like very, the virus very, very is a metaphor for human rage and how like we're you know war driven people and how we, no, we truly undo it ourselves. is. It really it is. totally is. But then these people also show like, hey, even when you're not quote unquote the enemy, you can still be you can just be an as ugly bad. person exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that is like, such that's my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, because distress reveals your true nature. Yeah. Whenever who who are you when nobody's looking? Mm-hmm. Whenever authority isn't looking. Exactly. Who are you? When there's no rules. And we have people, what do you do? When there's do? no rules. We have people like Jim who are like, I'm gonna protect the people I care about. We have people like Selena who is like, You're not gonna stop me from living my life. Right. And then you have people like, you know, whatever his name is, Major Henry West, mm-hmm. who is like, I'm gonna take what I want. Yeah. So just think about that. Next time you meet, next time you go on a date with someone, just think like, but what would you be like if police didn't exist? Like what? Mm. Yeah, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? And if they say they'd rape women, don't go on a second date <laughs> with them. I mean, if they're bold enough to just come out and say it, <laughs> holy shit. Just like don't go out with them again. Definitely report anyway, that person. So Jim, go to the woods to get you know um executed yeah he manages to escape and he sees a plane flying overhead which is our first clue that the other guy was right yeah so that that we're being quarantined and they know that we're here so like another hilarious like mishap that this movie managed to do aside from blowing up an actual gas station not telling the police they had this little death pit right full of like dead bodies and they filmed it next to a church Right. So like that's where they're going to kill him. Yeah. So, okay, For people who haven't seen the movie, when they take people out to the woods to execute them, they've obviously done this many times before. There's like a pile. Yeah. There's obviously been defectors already. Yeah. So another fired intern forgot to pick up the bodies after they were done filming, like all (gasps) these fake bodies. 
<laughs> so this woman was like driving Whoa! to church one morning. No! <laughs> she sees all of these bodies in a ditch, crashes her car instantly, <gasps> and then of course she does. So she she's fine, but she does crash her oh car, my God. and she calls the police. And all she's these like Scotland Yard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like all these police show up just to find these dead movie bodies. And they're like, oh, sorry about that. That was, that was. um. Is that another fine? Yeah. Oops. Oopsies. Sorry about it. Hilarious. That. Hilarious. But seriously, I hear stories like this and I'm going to see a real body and be like, stupid. Uh, yes, yeah, just a movie. <laughs> Moving on. Just keep going. That's perfect. It just tells you, like, look at the body before you call the police, maybe, I guess. Are you a doll or an actual human? Are you? <laughs> Ask the body. Yeah. Just call it. Are you all right? Are you okay? Anyway. anyway. So. So. So he gets Jim away. Jim manages to escape. And then he goes into full-on beast mode. He's like, all right. You're going to yeah. fuck with me. You're going to fuck with my friends. Gonna fuck with my friends. I'm going to mm-hmm. kill you, but not just kill you. I'm going to do it oh, I'm not in the most kill badass anybody. way possible. Yeah. So he goes, and I mentioned that they had chained up one of their soldiers that had been infected to see how long it takes to starve yeah. them. Goes, goes ahead and lets him go. He's like an excellent shot, first of all. <laughs> he shoots the chain. Yeah. He's like, be free, my friend. Career. Yes. So um, he leaves. And goes around killing people. And we get this in excellent detail. I actually really like getting to see everyone get killed. Because, you know, they're not great people. And so I don't feel that bad. And it's just, like, really well done. Like, you just see, like... It's very well done. all assholes right up to the end. Making yep. sexual oh. jokes, you know. Horrible. And... And then, like, oh, your friend's getting killed? Go hide underneath a cupboard and listen to him get killed. I'm like, screw you. I hope you get eaten. Well, he well, does. Well, he does. <laughs> That's the other thing about these zombies, though, is, like, they don't even, like, no one ever, you never actually see someone get eaten. You just see people get infected. Like, I don't think their goal is That's true. They don't actually kill. They just infect, which is worse. Which is so much worse. It's like the virus is, like, it's only, it's like they're controlled by the virus, and the virus is, like, propagate me, but don't kill my new host. It's smart. It's smart. It's smart. That is way worse, because, honestly, I would rather be eaten than be infected and like hurt people right. that I care about. Yeah. So that's, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, that's anyway. Not cool. <laughs> that's bad. So we get to see everybody in this um, mansion get infected. It's really cinematic and cool. Please watch the movie if you haven't. It's pretty epic. And then yeah. um, a soldier grabs Selena and like drags her upstairs. Still trying to rape Jim, her like, amidst everything trying. that's going on. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> They're not good people. So Ugh. anyway, Jim's like, no, and like kills him. Yep. And they all they all get together. They grab Hannah, who's like still kind of like dazed and confused from all like the benzos that she got right. given. Well, and Selena and they're, tries they're, to kill him because because so, oh, she thinks he's yeah, infected because he he's acting like a crazy person. He kills person. the guy in such a ri- in such a ridiculous way. It's not like he walks in and shoots him. He like goes hog uh-huh. wild on this guy. And then Selena's yeah. like, OK, well, I guess I have to kill you now. And I love that because... It also shows, like, yeah, you can be infected and do all this terrible shit, but Jim's fine. Jim's, I, I don't know about Turn, fine. Oh, he's, he's not, not fine. But, like, <laughs> turns out people have all of this rage they in them already. That. The virus just lets out what the people already had. It's, uh, 
it's a really good metaphor, right? It's just like, it look, everyone metaphor. has this capacity for rage and evil and irrationality in them. You just need an excuse. You just need an excuse. I'm okay. So I'm not a romantic person. I don't look for that romantic. Yeah, no stuff one would ever think that about movies. you, despite your they recent just... engagement. I know he's the best. I'm worse, but so Selena and Jim have a thing kind of throughout this movie. And but you kind of don't Selena, want it to happen. I personally did no, not want it to happen. I didn't because, like, don't get attached. And Selena, you don't need no man. But, I mean, Jim's a good one. He's a good one. Yeah. Like, if you're going to find one, don't marry one of the soldiers. But she, like, whenever she slaughters, God, what's his name? Like, Mitch or something plain from the beginning of the movie. Her, her mm-hmm. like, patron and, like, all these. So she, like, slaughters him with a machete without, like, oh, you're infected, dead. Jim is acting like a crazy person and she like goes to like kill him, but like hesitates. Yeah. Like she's like, but are you really dead? And it's like, that's very subtle, but it's so sweet. Well, and he points like, it out. That, he's like, yeah, he's like, you did hesitate. Oh, cause Selena's like a bad bitch. She like is. Selena's like, I will cut you and not think twice, yeah. but she isn't like that with Hannah, obviously. Cause Hannah is like her baby yeah. now. And then Jim, who she loves. And I just think that's very romantic and sweet. It is very romantic. I don't think this movie needed a romantic subplot, but at least they executed it with I some I didn't mind finesse. it. So it's not it's not shoehorned, and it's not necessary for the plot, mm. but it's sweet, and I like yes. it. Very reminiscent of Pride, Predators, and Zombies. Haven't seen it. That will be a future movie. Oh, my movie. God. It's actually so. really good. I know I sound like I'm joking. It's a genuinely solid film. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. So they um <laughs> all get in Frank's car and they're running away and then that asshole general from earlier who was like yeah. oh we're gonna rape all of your friends shoots Jim yep. and through the cab through the car and they're leaving and Jim's like bleeding out and then we flash we, well like, and Hannah is the one that kills a- him Hannah's a badass okay Hannah is done. she's a solid Hannah's character like she's done. not just like the little girl either you know like she. No, she no, like no, no, speed no. changed their car earlier when it went flat, like as if she works for she's NASCAR. She's very capable. Like she's, <laughs> she's a, she's like yeah, she's a badass too. Like do not underestimate. Yeah, this is a very feminist movie. I will say. Yeah, and Absolutely. it's not like very it's not like movie. upfront about that. It's just like has strong, capable women. Yes, it does. It's excellent, perfect excellent. movie. So. He gets shot through the car that you see. We get to see them running into a hospital with like Jim on a gurney. And they're just like, look, they're still in their ball gowns from like their preparation to get gang raped. Right. And they just have their machetes and they're just like, no. And they're not letting Jim die. Mm-hmm. So now another 28 days later, Jim is recovering in this little cottage. Selena's downstairs making something with a bunch yeah. of fabric. Zombies are on the road, like, starving to death. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we get to see zombies actually starving to death, which is huge because we didn't up until this point. I was like, they're not starving to death. But we see these zombies actually die. Right. And it's like, yes. Unlike it's very, actual very zombies who are already dead. But that's not necessarily Proof true. So zombies, zombies can do a bunch of. OK, you haven't seen enough movies, but zombies can do a lot of different uh-huh. things anyway. So, oh, don't act like you're the fucking <laughs> expert. You've seen exactly one zombie Here movie. All right. And yeah, all right. Anyway, so they Hannah rushes in and is like, I think I heard something. So they run outside with this fabric or whatever, and they're s- spreading it out. And you can see from a plane's view, a plane is going overhead and it says hello in like fabric on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then Selena's like, Hey, do you think like, th- do you think they saw us this time? Yeah. 
and everyone's like happy and then it goes to credits and i think it's right. a perfect ending yeah. well and i <laughs> i'm amazed that the budget for this movie was actually so low because it's because they pull shit like this right so they actually had to get that plane it's an actual military plane right and so to sure. get out to this location this quaint little cottage by the lake or whatever it took the cast and crew hours to drive out there meanwhile it took because it has to be it's supposed to be like remote that's right. the whole point you can't just be in london no. surviving monsters no. it took this plane four minutes to get from the military base to this part to do this quick little scene and it still cost them six thousand pounds for the fuel that's honestly less than i expected because they could have charged whatever they could have they charged wanted. whatever they wanted it's whatever they wanted it's true it's true. I'm okay with it. I really like it. So was it was it actually like a Finnish plane or was it UK? It was so it's a UK plane. Um it's a it's British military grade, but it is It's pretending to be a Finnish right, plane. It, it's acting. Yeah, the, the plane the is acting. The pilot is speaking Finnish and they say something about like um can we get a helicopter or something. So we yeah. so they did see them and they're going to rescue them and it's very yay. Yay. It's very inspiring. Yay. So do you want to hear the crappy alternative endings to this movie? Oh, God. Yeah, so much. Yeah, because I have several. So in the first alternative ending, which Danny Boyle, the director, calls the true ending, which upsets me. Mm. After Jim gets shot, they all go to the, this deserted hospital. And then they're trying to do like CPR and stuff like that. And they're trying to revive him. Okay. It doesn't work. And then Selena and Hannah, they're really upset. And Selena's like, over it, time to go. And they, like, grab their guns and leave the hospital. And Jim's just left there. So the director was like, oh, this is a very inspiring ending. What? Because, yes, because he saw it as them marching off to survival. And they did it in front of a test audience. And all of the audience thought, oh, so they're marching off to certain death. That's horrible. Yeah. Yes. And so they they didn't get to do that. Although they did get they did put that ending in the theatrical film at, after the credits. Oh. And they prefaced it with this like what if. And then they did that. Oh, ending. I don't like that. I think so that's, that's considered. So they okay, the reason that they liked that ending that and it's very if I was a director, I'd like that ending better too, but I'm not, so I don't like that ending. It's very like full circle. Like Jim started in a hospital bed, he All died right. in a hospital okay. bed. Right. Like, so I get like if you wrote it, like if this was a novel, sure. But like it's a movie and I want them to live. Right. Yeah. So don't kill I like, them. I like that he lives. But that's just my opinion. I very much it like It gives us hope okay. that there'll be more nudity in the sequel. Yay! More Killian Murphy penis. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What if they use that for 28 weeks later? Like 80% more. <laughs> yeah. It's like, until, bam. <laughs> <laughs> So then we have alternate ending two, okay. which is an extended version of the ending I just told you. So they go to this abandoned hospital mm-hmm. and he dies yep. just like before. But what? But before he dies, he's unconscious and he's remembering the final moments before his bicycle crash. So you can tell that the director really wants it to be full circle. Wants it to he's like remembering the bicycle crash. It cuts back and forth between like them trying to save him and the bicycle crash and then he gets hit by the car Mm -hmm. which is how he got in the crash and then he dies simultaneously oh and so like it's very like that is very artsy i kind of i don't mind that actually i wouldn't mind it if it was a book yeah i mind it as a movie okay i think and i think that's fair and i i do like that he lives 
I like that he lives too. Like, cause I like him. Like he's a great character and I would be sad if he died. So that's ending number alternate ending number two. Now, number three, pretty much the same as the other endings. Like he dies, but they're being rescued. And it's basically, you can watch this ending. It's the same ending where they have the hello and the cop going over only. (laughs) What? There's just no gym. Instead, there's a chicken. What? <laughs> they replaced him with a chicken? How expendable. They literally replaced <laughs> They replaced him with a chicken. It's like they have this new friend who's like, hey, hey, of this movie. <laughs> oh, and hey, Jim. We're getting out of so, here. So, like, they didn't change the dialogue. It's just Selena going, like, do you think they saw us? And then turns to a chicken instead of Jim. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the third ending. There is a fourth ending. Oh, my God. I know, but this one's the craziest. So this one is all a dream. It's so it was, it's just it's a weird coma high. <laughs> yes, kind of. So it's it's equally as crazy. So basically, and and this one wasn't filmed, so you can't look it up. It's just like all on storyboards. Mm-hmm. But basically, it it's the same all the way up until Frank Mad Eye Moody gets infected at the military blockade. But what happened in this version is that instead of killing Frank, instead of Frank getting shot down by the military. Um, the three are, they managed to restrain him and they're like, we're going to find a cure. Okay. And so they find this other blockade that has this medical research complex and they find a scientist that's barricaded inside there and he's not going to open the door because he's like, no, you're going to take my food. And they're like, please let us in. And he's like, the answer to the infection is here, but he won't talk to them. But then Hannah manages to like coerce him and did like, Hey, my dad's like trying to eat us. <laughs> and so yeah, so the, the scientist reluctantly t- explains to them that Frank can only be cured by a complete blood transfusion and then gives them the equipment. And then it's very... Com- complete blood I transfusion? Yes. So okay. I'll get there. I know. So apparently they find out that like Jim's a match and then Jim sacrifices himself and like takes all the bad blood and gives him the good blood. And then Jim, as the director desperately wanted to happen, is left abandoned in a medical facility with Jim, Hannah, and Frank leaving as the horde, like, breaches the complex. And then you see, like, um, on, like, the monitor, like, Frank dies, but then, like, starts to come to life thrashing because he's infected with the infected virus, but he's strapped to the table. Um, But, you know, that's not very realistic, so they decided against yeah. it. Because as the more they talked about it, I, there's literally a quote from Boyle. And he's like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> because, like, we already established that one drop of blood will infect a person. So, like, what do we do? Do we drain him of his blood and scrub his veins with bleach? Yeah, really. It doesn't make any sense. No, doesn't work. So they, they quickly abandoned that one. All right. Thankfully. Yeah, the, the real ending was definitely the correct one. Like the one that happened yeah. in the movie. I agree. Because, like, I don't know, talking to a chicken, I just I mean, don't I know. can do that on my own time. That's not what I go to the exactly. movies for. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so those are all the endings, and that is our movie. Oh, my God. And now it's time to find a place on our scoreboard. Now it's scoreboard time. Hold on. I'm pulling up our scoreboard. Okay, so our top three, A Quiet Place, The Conjuring, and Oculus. It's not going up there. No, it can't touch those. It's going to go below Scream, which is number six, below The Shining. It's got to go below Creep. I think it goes above Silent Night, Deadly Night. Hmm. 
Which is above Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, it is. I'm okay with it being number nine underneath Creep. Yeah, Does I'm just that- like trying to decide how much I want to fight for Silent Night, Deadly Night or not. Great movie. It's so good. This one is better. Yeah, okay, I agree. Okay, so I mean, I okay. love Silent Night, Deadly Night for the entertainment factor, which yeah, but I had less as- of in this movie, I'll say. But no. I do, yeah, I mean, this movie's fine. I just, like I said, I wouldn't watch it again, whereas I probably will watch Silent Night, Deadly Night again. This is, okay, you wanted it to be middle of the road. This is literally number nine of 20. I think it's a very reasonable place to put okay. it on our no, scoreboard. I think that's fair. And again, like I said, I okay. really like the metaphorical aspect of this movie. I really like the I do subtlety too. in the face of them being so, like, in your face. I, I, I just think it's, and truly, I've seen several zombie movies. I hate most of them. I liked this one. All right. Okay. New number nine, people. Right below Creep. Number nine. Right above Silent Night, Deadly Night. Both of which are phenomenal movies that you should all watch. Phenomenal. Go watch them. Yes. Or at the very least, listen to our episodes. Yes. All right. So if you're confused about what we're talking about as far as a scoreboard, we keep a scoreboard and it's on our Tumblr. Our Tumblr is nightlighthorrormovieclub.tumblr.com. And you can see there the ranking is updated every week along with show notes, which are sort of brief, my brief descriptions of what we talk about in each episode Mm -hmm. to give you an idea, a vague, vague, exceptionally biased perspective of what each episode is going to be about before you watch it. But I think it's perfect for if you're just kind of cruising, don't know what episode you want to listen to, yeah. especially if you don't know horror and you don't know the movies. It's perfect. Yes. Also, hey, listeners, are you interested in joining your club? Spoiler You're already alert, there. The Here you are. <laughs> you're in our club. We have no dues. It's free. But we would prefer that you press our subscribe button because then you'll follow us week to week as we explore all things yes. horror. We also do have a Facebook. We have an Instagram, perfect for all of our um, cat horror movie crossovers. And we do have a Twitter where we post lots of opinionated things. So we share trivia and we psychoanalyze movies literally all week long, not just when this episode comes out. So please join us on those platforms as well. And we really, really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Um, You're still listening, so you couldn't have hated it that much, you sadists. (laughs) But... Hopefully, if you liked it, that means there's other people out there who are going to like it, too. And the only reason the only way that they can find us is if platforms like iTunes advertise us to them. And the best way for to get that kind of thing to happen is to give us a rating. And if we get the more good ratings we get, the more likely people are going to come across us organically. Yeah, it's true. With their highly specified cyber, you know, controlling mind control thing where, you know, they predict the lizards that control us predict what they'll enjoy the lizards yeah Yeah, the lizards know and i will say we are like a pretty small club we're like a we're like a respected we have people involved but we're an intimate club very intimate very intimate so like your emails and your reviews we read them and we get them and they mean a lot to us so please we love getting those they make us very very happy and we're on a three hour time difference so i love waking chris up and being like we have a review yes he's like it's six in the morning please go back please. to sleep it's perfect so please do that and now i'm ready to introduce our film for next week mm, okay and i know that i know you have an idea for a film and i have yes. one and i do want to do both but I, I have to be honest i have several people desperately wanting this one covered oh no that means it's bad and i think you know what movie it is no it's not 
it is Beetlejuice. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I have people who have messaged me multiple times. My brother is one of them, but he is not alone. I have had several people being like, Beetlejuice, 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 which you're not supposed to say three times. You, you, just, you just did it. I just did. I'm brave. I really think we should do Beetlejuice. You haven't seen it before. It's phenomenal. It's not scary, but it it counts. Okay. And you didn't get my um, Super Bowl gif that I tweeted, and that broke my heart. So I need you to get the jump in the line football players dancing on the staircase <laughs> Okay. Gif. Yeah, I did not understand that. I'll be honest. I was like, do you like it? I was like, what is that even from? Sometimes Kate so, posts things on our Instagram. I'm like, I genuinely don't know what movie this could possibly be from. Most of them. Unless it's like a cat. Unless it's cats. True. Which 50% of the time it's cats. But if it's not, Chris doesn't know what yeah, I'm don't talking know. about. So I think Beetlejuice is our next movie. But you can pick the one after that. All right. I have had recommendations. Unfortunately, Beetlejuice was one of them. So I guess. Yay. I, guess I really think you're going to love it. We have Michael Keaton. We have striped suits. We have Alec Baldwin. We have Gina Davis. We have Sand Monsters. Oh, my God. Sounds like a lot. We have all of it. It's a lot. Yeah. So as Kate just alluded to, we don't just pick random movies. We like to watch movies that the club members want us to watch. So mm-hmm. if you have a recommendation for a movie that you really want us to talk about, um, you feel free to email us. Our email is nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. Or you can just DM us on any of our social medias and we'll be happy to review whatever movie you want so long as it technically qualifies as horror. We're literally going to watch Beetlejuice, so we're pretty loose yes. with all that. <laughs> true. Anyway, I have. do you have any last thoughts? Because I feel like we've covered what I need to cover. No, I think this is good. That's good. So, guys, this concludes our weekly meeting, and we will see you guys next time for Beetlejuice. See you next time. Bye.